Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In episode 64, we cover cannabis lemon bars, and these sweet tart treats are sure to delight. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. And who am I? I'm your host, Marge. Thanks for asking, and I'm so glad you're here. I just want to take a second to thank you, all my listeners, whether you're new or whether you've been joining us for a while now, this show would not exist without you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening today. I think you guys are really going to like these cannabis lemon bars. But before we get into that, I am just going to mention right now that I know Christmas is on the horizon. And while I don't like to really rush things before the appropriate time, because Lord knows we were seeing Halloween decorations and costumes in the stores back in August, it is sometimes one of those seasons where if you can do just a little bit of preparation ahead of time, then you're going to save yourself a whole bunch of stress and anxiety later. And while I try and do this as much as I can myself, I'm not always totally successful, but I am starting to think about it a little bit already. Crazy, I know. Although we are thinking in our family this year, now that the girls are all kind of grown up and we don't have little kids running around anymore, we're thinking of doing a secret Santa this year just to make things a little easier. But I digress. That's not really what I want to bring up. What I did want to bring up is that with Christmas on the horizon, if you recall listening to the episode with the ganja mama, Nadia, she is doing these beautiful spa boxes for the holiday season. And I just want to mention it to you guys because her spa boxes, you can pre-order them. And if you put your order in before the 21st of October, you'll have them in time for Christmas. It's the Cannabis Christmas Spa Box. And what she's doing is she is creating a box of surprise items. So you won't know, know what they are ahead of time, but they will be cannabis related accessories, flower, edibles, skincare, art, recipes, you name it, from a whole host of different creators that will be contributing to this box. And if you're interested in this, I will leave Nadia's contact info in the show notes so that you can get a hold of her if you're interested in being part of this very special Cannabis Christmas Spa Box. And her previous boxes were beautiful and very well received. And I think this would be something, be a really nice treat either for yourself, because goodness knows Christmas can be a stressful time and, you know, treat yourself. Am I right? But also if you have somebody really special on your list that might really appreciate something like this. So I just wanted to mention this because Nadia is a friend of the podcast. She's been on the show and she's a wonderful person. So if you haven't followed her on Instagram yet, do that. You won't regret it. She is always cooking up delicious cannabis related things in her kitchen. She is quite the chef. So if you haven't listened to that episode either, I highly recommend that you go back and have a listen to that one because it was a really great conversation 
And I don't think you'd be disappointed. And these spa boxes are going to be something special. So again, you have until the 21st, I believe. And she won't be accepting late orders. But if you want to find out more, then please uh, shoot her an email. I think that's probably the best way to get a hold of her. I'll double check on that. But I'll put the contact info in the show notes so you can be a part of that if you're interested in, in that. And speaking of Christmas, and again, because it is a little bit away on the horizon, it's really easy to forget about it. But if you've been making edibles for a while, whether you're new to making edibles or you've been, or you have been making them for a while, like I just said, I don't know why I'm repeating myself, but now is a great time to experiment with some favorite edibles and to really zero in on that one edible that you want to perfect so that you have it ready to give for gifts at Christmas time. Because nothing says, I love you, like the gift of getting high. Am I right? And there's something so much nicer about receiving a gift that somebody really took the time to create themselves. I mean, sure, anybody can go to the store and buy some edibles or whatever. But when you take the time to create something beautiful, it really is appreciated by anybody who is receiving that gift. And you have a couple months now, you can really perfect your skills at that one recipe that you really love. And that might be different for everybody. But if you have that one recipe, Focus in on that, make it a bunch of times so you can really iron out the the tips and the tricks for what makes that recipe great. And then when the time comes around Christmas and you have a bunch of gifts to make and you want to include some special edibles for those people in your life that would appreciate them, you've got something that you can whip up in no time and all you need to do is package it in a beautiful tin or some nice packaging of whatever you can find. But that is a really good Christmas gift idea. So find some find some recipes that you love and get to it. I guess that's my advice for this week. Start practicing, folks. I'm not sure what one I'm going to be doing. I have been making Dave's pistachio cookies quite a number of times, and that could be on my list. So hi again, Dave. You can find his recipe for those cookies over in the recipe section of their website. And it's also in the cookies roundup episode as well. So if you are looking for some ideas or some edibles to make that you really want to practice so that you can use them as gifts for later, uh, the website does provide some recipes. Highly recommend Dave's cookies. They're fantastic. Anytime I have given them to people too, they are always like, these are so good. So thanks again, Dave, for sharing that recipe with the audience. But while you're thinking about what specialty edible you can create, why not try something that you can test out right away and enter the cannabis lemon bar. And this recipe is by originally by Martha Stewart. But the reason I found this recipe was once again through Kina Moffat. And she is the creative maven. She has a YouTube channel website. She is a busy woman. And she was also the creator of the cannabis caramel apples that were from last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that or tried those ones out, if you've been apple picking or you've been enjoying apples from the market or all the ones that are seen to be at the grocery stores, definitely recommend that one or the apple chips too. That was a really great recipe. But Kina's caramel apples were fantastic. Now, she did a YouTube video that I saw about these caramel or cannabis, sorry, cannabis lemon bars and I'm a sucker for lemon. 
And when she said that she got the web, the recipe from Martha Stewart, I'm like, these have got to be good. And I love this too, because Kina, she is a chef. She's written a cookbook and she used to own a bakery. So this woman really knows her shit when it comes to cannabis and creating delicious edibles. But I love how she just exemplifies how you can go find a recipe that you really like online and just revamp it a little bit for your purposes and add that special ingredient to make it even more fun. Because I can tell you right now, of course, Martha Stewart is not adding cannabis to those lemon bars on her website, but Kina is Kina's my kind of woman. So these lemon bars, I, I mean, they sounded delicious as, as it were. And if you watch the video with Kina in it, and I'll put all this stuff in the show notes as always, but she's so excited about making them. You can't help but find that her energy is very contagious. So I highly recommend you give these a shot. And the nice thing about them is they're pretty easy to make and it can make you feel like you're channeling your inner Martha Stewart if you want, if that's something that makes you feel good or your inner Kina as well. So what do you need for this recipe? Well, fortunately, or unfortunately, it does require a couple of different uh, items that you may not necessarily have in your pantry. Although I've luckily, I did have a bag of confectioner sugar. But the things you're going to need is the infused butter. Now, I actually used coconut oil in this one. So if you have coconut oil, I found that that works just fine. I didn't notice a difference in taste or texture, really. And they worked out just fine. So use what you have on hand. Uh, you're going to need confectioner sugar. And that's the same thing as icing sugar. So depending on where you're from, look for that. You don't need a lot. So if you do need to go out and buy some for this particular recipe, you don't need a whole bag. This might be the best time to go to like a bulk food store so you can just get what you need because it calls for half a cup. And those bags of confectioner sugar, I bought a bag of that stuff. Oh, I can't even remember when, like years ago. And it's still in my cupboard. I don't even think it was opened before I made this recipe, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't open. So I bought it for some reason. I never ended up using it, but thankfully this stuff keeps. But now I have this big bag of confectioner sugar, although I'll probably be making this recipe again because it was so well received, mainly by myself, of course. But good time to go to the bulk food barn to get a few things, but then, you know, get the proper amount. So you don't have to store a bag of confectioner's sugar that you might use once every 10 years or whatever, unless you're using it a lot. You're going to need salt, your all-purpose flour, four egg yolks. You do need a can of condensed sweetened milk. Uh, you need fresh lemon juice, though I did use jarred lemon juice and a fresh lemon because I did have a fresh lemon in my fridge, but I, and it wasn't enough for everything that I needed. And so I use some fresh, or I use some jarred lemon juice as well. And I usually try and keep like organic lemon juice in my fridge at all times, just because it's one of those items that you use in a lot of recipes. And I don't always have fresh lemons or sometimes I buy lemons and then I'll use them a lot. And then there's always those ones I seem to pull up from the bottom of the bag that have gone bad or kind of gross looking. So it's always handy to have the jarred lemon juice in your cupboard. And that worked just fine as well. Uh, what else? I think I did a half recipe of this one just because I knew I didn't have, I had a can of condensed milk in my cupboard, but I didn't have quite enough to do the full recipe. So I just did a half batch and that worked out just fine as well. Although unfortunately, because I did a half batch, I obviously needed to put it in a different sized pan. She recommended like an eight by nine tray. And I didn't have, when I'm doing half a batch, I didn't want to, I didn't need such a big tray. So I had to put it in a round circle pan, 
which I'm telling you, when you're making these bars and you're cutting them up later, the circle pan really, for those who are a little OCD about this stuff, it really, I really would have rather it been in a square pan, but whatever. These are small little details and at the end of the day, who really gives a shit as long as it tastes good? And they did. So you're going to basically preheat your oven to 350 degrees. You make your crust first and that's pretty simple to do. You mix all the ingredients together, your butter, sugar, salt until smooth. You add your flour and you do that until it's combined, combined, and then you press it into the bottom of the pan. Now, what I would have done the next time I made this recipe is I would have made sure that I flattened it better, like pressed it more into the bottom of the pan. The, the, the more evenly you can get the bottom crust, the better. Now, the bottom crust is also where your infusion is going. So your infused coconut oil or butter is going to be in the crust, not the custard that goes on the top. So just bear that in mind as well. So you want to keep it nice and evenly pressed down as possible. I probably had a few lumps and bumps and it's not going to bake as nicely if you have some of those. So just try and press it as evenly along the bottom of the pan as you can. If you're doing a full batch, it might be easier than what I did in a round pan with a half batch. But just try and get it as even as possible. Now you you pop that, just the crust into the oven to bake for 15 minutes. And then while that's baking, you make your custard. So in a bowl, you're whisking your egg yolks and your milk, and then you whisk in lemon juice. And then during that time, you are going to, you're going to be doing that while the crust is in the oven. When the crust is done, you pull it out and then you pour that custard over the crust and you bake it for another 25 minutes. And then while you're letting it bake for 25 minutes, I don't know, you can go prep a quick dinner or read a book or smoke a joint or I don't know, whatever you want to do. There's usually lots of things to do. You pull it out of the oven and you let it cool in the pan for a while. And then you let it cool in the fridge for a couple of hours and this will help it to set. And then you will also sprinkle it with some of that confectionery confectioner sugar to get that nice look. And then you cut it into bars or into squares. Now I found this stuff to be pretty potent. I have to admit the first time I ate one of the pieces, it was potent, but of course the results are going to vary depending on how strong your coconut oil or butter is. So it's really hard for me to say, you know, how strong yours is going to be versus how strong mine was, but I did find them pretty strong, which was nice because I only needed a like you know, not a very big square in order to feel the effects later, which is another reason why if you don't need to do a full batch, because there's not too many people eating them, then, you know, a half batch might serve you better in this particular case. They were pretty fast to make, which is one of the reasons why I liked them. And I should find out from Kina and maybe I will send her a message so I can include it in the show notes, but whether or not you can freeze them because they do keep in the fridge for a little while. I've been eating mine all week, to be completely honest. I made them and then I've been having like a piece, <laughs> a little piece every night when I get home from work or when I'm done done for the day. And just the taste is so nice. And I'm having one after dinner. It's like a nice little after dinner, tasty square. That's just going to fuck me up later. So that's really nice too. And 
I will check to see how well these might freeze because I think that would be a really nice thing that you could freeze. They're very gift worthy. If you cut them up into nice squares and they look nice, you can put them in a tin. I actually did end up giving some away to somebody and I put them in a, you know, wrapped them in some parchment paper and put them in a pretty tin and gave them to somebody who would help me out for some reason. And that's another nice way to share the joy, if you will, of edibles. So now, of course, the recipient knew what they were getting. Never give an edible to somebody and not tell them what it is. It's not very nice. But I know most of you, well, who am I kidding? All of you are smart enough to know that you would never. But of course, I know none of you would do that because honestly, that's a real dick move. And we're all, all adults here. And that's just the shit of children, isn't it? We're beyond those days of spiked drinks and giving people stuff when they're not really prepared for it. So in any case, these were really good. And I just uh, thank you, Kina, if you're listening to this, for sharing this recipe with your audience. And I'm sure you guys will enjoy this one too. So give it a shot. If you do try it out and you make one, you can always send me some pictures or let me know how yours turned out. I would love to see them. can compare with mine. Mine probably weren't the prettiest, but that lemon taste is very strong. So if you're a big fan of sweet lemon squares like that, these ones are sure to delight. And honestly, no weed taste either. So that was pretty nice. The It is fully masked by all the delicious lemony goodness, the crust, all that stuff. You don't taste any weed in these at all. So that's another great recipe for that. So I hope you have fun making these ones. And before we sign off, I just want to let you know how you too can support the show. And I only bring this up because I recently added a service to my website. I think it's at the bottom of the show notes on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to as well. And it's called Buy Me a Coffee. And it's a service where people can, I changed it to buy me a cookie because it seemed more appropriate. But if you want to do that, you're more than welcome to. And basically, it means you are donating some money towards the few cookies through that service. And I was so surprised and touched by this. I mean, I signed up for the service, obviously thinking that some people might want to show their appreciation and support for the show this way. But what still when it happened, you're like, wow. So thank you so much, LaRonda, for doing that. I hope you're enjoying the show and getting lots out of it. But if you want to try, check that out yourself, I can, I'll link to that in the show notes so you can see how that works too. But there's lots of ways to support, support the show, you guys. And honestly, the biggest way is what you're already doing. If you're listening to this right now, you are supporting the show. And thank you for doing that. And that's probably the biggest way that people can support the show is just by listening. And if you enjoy it, share it with your friends and family and let them know because the show gets discovered by more people when people share it and that kind of thing. So that's the biggest way that you can support the show. And if you're doing that, thank you so much. Um, you can also support the show just by checking out the website. Go to bitemepodcast.com, see what's new over there. I'm constantly tweaking little things. If you find something, though, if you do come across something that's not quite working the way it should, please let me know because sometimes uh, in the back end of things, I really have no idea. And it's not until uh, wonderful listeners like yourselves might point some things out, but I do try and tweak the little bits and parts of the of the website as much as I can. Sometimes it's hard to stay on top of between, you know, a job and life and whatnot, but 
feel free to check that out. There's resources over there. I'm trying to create a recipes page and all the show notes for every episode is over on the webpage as well. And it is searchable too. And I'm trying to create a good tagging um, category system as well. So you can quickly find what you're looking for without too much effort. So that's another way you can support the show is just to go over and check out the website. You can always follow me on the socials. Instagram is probably the social media platform that I'm most active on. Facebook a little bit, not quite as much, but Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on a couple other ones. So you can always give me a follow in those places. And if you're so compelled, you can also leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And that supports the show too. So don't just think that there's only one way to support the show, you guys. There's lots of ways and you're doing it right now. So thanks again for that. So I think that's enough of me talking for this week. I'm going to be bringing you some other seasonal recipes next week with some other exciting things too. And then I have a special guest coming up in a couple weeks after that. So I'm super excited about that. I love having guests on the show. Which also reminds me, if there's a topic or a guest that you would like to see on that sh- on this show, by all means, send me an email at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com and let me know what you're thinking and I can do my best to try and accommodate it. Uh, guests can get tricky though, of course, because if you are going to request somebody that's super famous, well, I'm flattered you guys, but I'm not that big yet. So, you know, keep it reasonable, I guess, but... Yeah, as much as I'd love to have some famous people on my show, baby steps, I suppose. But if you have some ideas for people that I may not have heard about, then by all means, I'm super interested in anything people are doing in the edibles, uh, edible space right now. And there's a lot going on with everything that's changing in the Canadian legal industry. In the United States, everything's changing. Things are changing all over the world right now for the cannabis industry, which is really, really exciting. So, you guys, thanks again for another great week. If you make the lemon squares, you'll probably find yourself eating them quite a bit as well and sharing them too. But at the end of the day, I make these edibles for myself. Who am I kidding? And as always, friends, stay high. Stay high.